Welcome, everybody, to episode 19 of the Post 20 Podcast. Trevor is not with us tonight, but I am joined here by Matt and our third guest, Morgan, my girlfriend. Thank you for joining us, Morgan. Of course. Happy to be here. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and actually get right into our current events this week. Uh, Morgan is all briefed on the show. So uh, hopefully we have a nice little smooth episode. Hopefully. Matt, <clears throat> current event, go ahead. Uh, we're popping off right away. All right, bet. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of old, but at the same time, I don't think really many people are talking about it. But since quarantine started, late night shows have been continuing. But at home, you see like Fallon and Kimmel and like Trevor Noah, if you consider him one. All the guys all who people. I can't stand. Exactly. <laughs> and they are being exposed for not being funny. They're not. Like, Oof. Because, I know it's somewhat of a hot take, but at the same time, not really. Because these, these shows have millions on millions of dollars of production involved. They have hundreds of employees, including writers, producers, and all like the live music. And yeah. now that it's just them, they're not, not funny. And in the past year or two, I would say, they have been moving more onto YouTube, and the algorithm favors them. It's clip based, right? Yeah, it's it's like um yeah, they break it up into clips. They break the show up into clips. The main part, mm -hmm. like they'll put they'll put the the live performance on there. Right. They'll put like a maybe two three minute segments of the interviews they have with guests on, so you get a little taste. And if you want, you'll go rewatch the show maybe. And now that it's at home, it's like Fallon does. I like out of all of them, I like appreciate what Jimmy Fallon does because he like gets his little his daughters involved, which is cute. Right. But like Stephen Colbert was literally doing shit in like a bathtub with like suds and stuff. And I have no idea what was going on. Well, Col was terrible. Yeah, Colbert's just jumped the shark. Like he was back in the day when he was on when he was on Comedy Central and he had the Colbert Report. It was really really funny and good. Like he was so funny for so long but he's just jumped the shark he's not he's not funny anymore it's too it's too political and he used to run a political show yeah but yeah i don't i don't mind fallon i don't hate fallon but he's samantha, samantha b was the worst i i could never one time watch that show or clip from that show and was like damn okay that was pretty funny she's just not funny and i i agree um but that was my take. If you wanted to branch off of that, no, I've I've watched that that shit too. Um, but they're not funny. I've been saying that for so long. Like I think Jimmy Kimmel is one of the absolute worst late night hosts I've ever seen. He's awful. Yeah. Like I'd much rather I like Conan actually. That he Conan is one that I like. I do yeah, think he's Zach, funny. Zach's a big supporter for him. He likes Conan. Zach out of all of them, Conan O'Brien's Zach's favorite. He is funny. Um, Morgz, do you have a favorite late night host? No, I mean, I don't really watch those shows, honestly, but if I was to watch one, it would be Fallon. Yeah, honestly. we did watch it in Disney, right? Uh, yeah, and I love him, and I, I watched, like, um, him do this new sort of special, I guess, with Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell, and they're mm -hmm. making this, um, like, soap opera. Really? And yeah. It's really, it's it's not cringy, but Will Ferrell was the only person that really made me laugh. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 surprising because I know you love Kristen Wiig. I like Kristen Wiig too. I think she's I hilarious. Love Kristen Wiig. Yeah, she truly is. I don't know. I just I yeah, love her Jimmy in Anchorman Fallon's... too. <laughs> yeah, she was great in Anchorman too. She was. Um Morgs, what's your current event? Okay. So we talked about Tiger King uh in episode eighteen. Well, I and did. I thought it well. <laughs> <laughs> very true i'm gonna riff off of that so like a bunch of articles have been interviewing um doc and doc antle uh, yeah. yeah and john mm-hmm. and first of all they're like ripping john to shreds about his teeth they um he got them fixed thank god um, yeah thank god but like it's the first thing they mention in the article i just feel so bad um but they ask him a bunch of questions and john says in his interview with variety that he was never married to joe no i'm sure i mean you saw the ceremony like they literally taped it so i don't know if it was fake or no no, but i mean like you saw you saw what the ceremony looked like like did that look legitimate to you did it look what legitimate it didn't look legitimate whatsoever to me. They, oh, oh. Even the, I, uh, even like the vows that they had, like the the uh, minister never said, "I now pronounce you," da 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 da. It just said something about a trio. And if you don't say the words, I'm I'm fairly certain that in some states it doesn't count. Might not know, even be a special minister. That's true. I mean, it was. It is the Tiger King. I'm sure she wasn't. I'm sure, she was a meth head that he found at a gas station. Nowadays, Probably. Yeah. Nowadays, you can just get your certificate from an online class. Yeah, but this is like Oklahoma, so uh, they don't even have the internet out there yet, I don't think. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, he claims he was never married. I don't know how true that is or not, but I just found that very interesting. That's why. They also, yeah, right? They also asked him um, who would he want people to play let me rephrase that. Uh, they asked him like who he would want to play him in a movie. Right. And he said, number one, Channing Tatum. <laughs> number two, Yikes. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And number three, Tom Hardy. And I have to say, the person that looks most like him. Tom Hardy could play him. Yeah. It's going to be Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy would play. crush that role. Play as Joe Exotic? No. Uh, you remember... Did you see the guy that he was married to? Have you watched it yet? His. No, not yet. Oh, his. Oh his my husband. god. His husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. John. John Finley. Tom. Tom Hardy would crush in that role, yeah, dude. But I could never see Channing Tatum ever playing him. No, I agree. Ever. No. I, I just thought. Play him in a parody. True. That's something yeah. that they could. They should satire. Like the whole thing read, or like watched. Like to me, it really watched like a. Uh, like one of those weird Will Ferrell funny or die like mini skits, like the whole yeah. thing. Like it could one hundred percent just be a satire, but it's not. It's real. It's shocking to me that it's all real. Well, there's a new episode that's supposed to come out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, there is. That guy. Um, I don't know anything about it, but I've just heard that there's a new episode. Well, I saw a video of the guy Jeff Lowe, who was the one that went in and bought uh the GW Zoo after. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like Joe went bankrupt or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, 
he said there's another episode coming. But that guy seems super shady to me the whole time. So I don't know what I would be expecting with that new episode. I don't know. If it's coming from him, I don't I don't know. I don't know if, if I'd I even want to watch it. The, the demand's really high for more content from him. So like he's people oh. are gonna take advantage of the media while they can. No, I know, yeah. but I think I've had enough of that shit. I don't think I can watch any more, dude. It I was a roller coaster. I think you give it like three weeks and like the hype will die down a little bit, but there's still going to be like a core, like cult group for it. Yeah. I need it to be over. I think I need Tiger King to be done. I don't need to ever think about it again. <laughs> it was so fucking crazy. What a wild ride. Speaking of wild rides, um, there's a story that was reported way back in October before we even had the podcast. Do you guys remember when they found that body in the UK it was like a freezer truck that had like 39 dead people in it. No. Oh my God. Okay. No. So <clears throat> Maurice Robinson, age 25 of Craigavon in Northern, Northern Ireland entered the plea uh, at central London criminal court on Wednesday, April 8th. This plea was manslaughter. He was guilty to 39 counts of manslaughter. Oof. Uh, the, <clears throat> the, the bodies are 39 Vietnamese migrants, uh, and they were found inside a refrigerated container that had been hauled to England, um, back in October. It was Wednesday, October 23rd, but, but this was the, uh, this was the, what's it called? Did this guy work alone? I guess it's it, it doesn't say. Um, no way. Well, There's no way he puts thirty nine fucking carcasses in his. Body. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, he was smuggling these people. He yeah, was smuggling right. these people into the country, and they died. Uh, they died from a lack of oh oxygen and overheating in an enclosed space. Damn! How doesn't he hear? That's probably forty people smashing the walls to try to get open. I guess the victims came from impoverished villages in Vietnam and are believed to have paid people smugglers to take them on a risky journey to better lives abroad. The truck was discovered in the town of Grays, east of London, and had arrived in England on a ferry from Zeebrugge in Belgium. That's fucking Zeebrugge. Oh, um. Robinson previously pleaded guilty to conspiracy to assist unlawful immigration aid uh, and acquiring criminal property. He denied a charge of transferring criminal property. And then another defendant, George Nika, 43, of Langdon Hills, denied 39 counts of manslaughter. And there was another uh, Romanian national who denied a charge of conspiracy to assist unlawful immigration. There's a bunch of people. It's great. That's crazy, but that shit probably happens so much, so often. Probably, like you don't yeah. Hear about it. These these guys all have like foreign, uh, eastern. <clears throat> There's one Irish or Northern Irish guy, and then the rest are like um, Slavic names. They seem. So, yeah, you you think it's bad in like U.S. and Mexico, like that border, like it's bad. Mm -hmm. Like, could you imagine over in like Europe? Oh, it's got to be way worse oh, because God. the countries are so close. You got like North Africans trying to come over to Europe. You got to cross the Mediterranean. There's probably like so many like smugglers there. You got to get through. But there's like pirates there, man. It's crazy. True. True. And it's so dangerous for these people. All they're trying to do is get to a, a better, a better life. But mm -hmm. 
But the reason that they have to do it that way is because the immigration systems are so bogged down. Yeah. The systems don't work. There's not enough money allocated. And then... The... They're not a top priority for a lot of countries. I know. It's it's just... It's it's a shame. Although I, right. I disagree with like crazy free open borders and all that shit. It is a shame that the people are just trying to get to bet, you know, a better life. It's yeah. so sad, honestly. It's just so awful. It's for their kids usually too. Yeah. Has to be. It's a shame. All right. Uh well after that depressing ass um current event, do we want to move on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, please. So Morgan, I'm gonna let you have the floor after I introduce okay. this. Um, I asked Morgan to bring a topic and she picked something that um, I think we've all been paying, having to pay attention to over the last, I don't know, what, mm-hmm. six months at this point? Five yeah. months? Um, that Exponential growth. Yeah, that being TikTok. Um, now, before I give it over to Morgan, I want to explain what TikTok is quickly. Um, it was first based really on music. And it was people, originally musically. Yeah, right. so it was musically. Um and then I think um it switched over more so to like what I would equate it to Vine at this point. Yeah. With music? Just Vine with music? Vine videos, yeah. Um but 15 second videos and now you can do full like 60 second videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I they're remember to, Yeah, they're starting to implement pictures too. Yeah. Like actual photos. Um, they were bought by Chinese company Tencent, who own so much media, um, whether it be video games or social media. Um, so the Chinese have all of your data, by the way, if you were if you're using TikTok. Um, but like like Vine, um, there's influencers that have that have emerged from this this budding social media platform, and. A lot of them are young, even more so, mm-hmm. even even younger than they were on Vine. I mean, I remember watching Cody Ko and and Noel Miller, who are still people that I watch and listen to. Um, Tiny game. Yeah, so <laughs> like I remember watching those people, um, and they have full full fledged careers now. You know, they're 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 full time content creators. So I'm wondering, they're, they're signed a record label. I know. <laughs> I'm wondering about these influencers. So I'm going to let you have the uh, have the floor, Morgs. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, um, it's quite insane to me that literally almost half of the influencers, influencers that are like top 50 are younger than me. I know. Like the number one influencer, Charlie uh, D'Amelio. Charlie yeah. D'Amelio. Yeah. Um, she's, first of all, 41.5 million followers. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> Which is insane. And then also has a net worth, and she doesn't even make the most money. I know. She's a net worth of 5 to 10 million, and she is 15 years old. It's gross. It's Fun so fact, gross. My friend from school knows this girl and like grew up with her. She's from New York, um, I think. She's from Connecticut. Oh, same. Okay, same shit. Well, yeah. I mean, her house, first of all, like has to be huge. Like this is a very rich. Well, community. no, they live. They all live in L.A. now, though. Oh yeah, they in live the in that. House. They live in that hype house bullshit. It, it so only like apparently only six people really live there, and it's mostly guys. Uh, but there's like 21 members of that, and <laughs> it's, it's 
This is insane. Yeah, but they're all like prepubescent weirdo edgelords. And that is the most insane part about it. Like how, first of all, I don't know how like, my life would never be this way because my parents would never let me do this. But I don't know how like a 15 year old gets to live in LA for a certain amount of months and, and record TikToks in this like mansion I, I don't I don't know like this is just if you're, so bizarre. If you're making a, if you're making a good amount of money, you're gonna like rearrange your life. That's the thing. I think the parents are like, oh my god, this is so much fucking money. This could actually change our lives. Go go to go to fucking L.A. <laughs> go ahead. We don't care. Well, I, mean, I mean, specifically the D'Amelios, like they they seem like level-headed people. Like I've seen them do interviews and podcasts with like Gary Vee and stuff, and they just want what's best for her. Yeah. And also, like, her older sister does it, and yeah. even right. they, have, they have accounts on there. Well, the dad, yeah, I know. I saw, like, the dad right away when TikToks really started to pop, and especially Charlie D'Amelio, like, when her she got popular. I saw the dad's account, I saw a post of him, and he's, like, trying to move his own product and shit. Like, they're just, they're, they're making, they're trying to make money. I get it. Well, yeah, yeah. but before the... Before they got on that, yeah, he had his own company and, like, that, and that's how he was making money and providing for right and now it's just like it's been on another level it's crazy though it's so wild but she's literally 15 years old and has a net worth of five to ten million dollars i just like i will never wrap my head around that yeah but that's so much like uh you think that's gonna last you think all that money will last or she'll be able to convert her career into something useful you think so yeah, well, she'll keep doing it. She'll probably get signed by like Disney or something. Maybe she'll be in a Disney has, series, yeah, or like she'll get yeah, like she'll she get her own net- agent. She'll get like on a Netflix series or Hulu or whatever, and then you'll build off that because mm-hmm. she wants to be a dancer in the end. Like that's her passion. Right. Like, good well, for she her. does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that stuff is <sighs> it's crazy. It's it's so crazy because to me, like I don't have I don't have a, a background that's like that, like a performance based like dancing is for me, I don't I don't necessarily get the allure, whereas singing I get the I singing one hundred percent I get the allure. Or comedy I get the allure of like those little clip based apps. But never did I think that dancing would be bringing people this much goddamn money on the internet. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I that think might be a hot take. No, nah, it's fine. I think it's because of like how short it is. So how it originally started is like 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And in the app, you can literally search any song you want. Take that 15 seconds of music and do whatever you want with it. And like, you can just lip sync over it. So like you're finding new music. And like most of the time, it's like young, horny dudes on there. <laughs> high school level. And they're just thirsty. And I mean, yeah, if that's your audience, you, you provide for what your audience wants and you continue to grow from that and you branch up from there. But I mean, you just do whatever you, if you're doing it for fun originally, that's how you, that's how you do anything. If you, you're doing something you love just and you want to put it on a platform and do it, but don't try to do it for monetary value at first because it's not going to work out how you want. No, yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah, it's well, wild though. We made a TikTok. Like- Oh, we did, and it was probably the worst thing I've ever made in my life. Probably. <laughs> if, if you're gonna do it, you just gotta do it for fun. That's what we did I it mean, for. It was for fun, but like I looked yeah, back I... at it and. <laughs> I full sent my my performance was fire. 
you look oh, back and you want to like redo it, you're like, nah, this sucks. And you do it like 10 times. She That's said that. exactly me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did the oh, flip the switch one. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Dude, it was fire. We fucking sent that shit. Yeah. I've seen things. It's like the best ways to grow on TikTok. It's like you have to post one to three times a day, Fuck every that. day. And it's like you have to use the trendy music and also do the trends. And over one or two months, you'll have like 10,000 followers just like that. Well, I have to shout. I have to shout Elise out again. This is two episodes in a row. She gets a shout out. She'll be thrilled. She has like, she, I think she has like 8,000 followers. And one of her videos has like, I don't know. It's like 400,000 views. That's a lot. I can check that's it. insane. I think that's a lot. Am I tripping? Could check it quickly. I mean, I would definitely say that's a lot. She's got 5,800 followers, and yeah, her most viewed video has 400,000 views. That's wild. 400,000, wow. That's the one thing that I like about the app so much is, like, the organic viewership, because she probably had, like, one to 2,000 followers at that point, if that. Yeah. And she's reaching 400,000 people that yeah, don't that, follow her. And to me, what that means is that algorithm is fire. That shit is bomb. It is mm -hmm. it is so finely tweaked for that to happen. That's why a lot of people are going on there. And then it's going to start getting advertiser-friendly. And then it's going to become a business model. And then you're not right. going to get the same amount of viewership and right. organic growth. But that's the, that's that, how this stuff works on social media. That's why Instagram is dying. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it'll be on to the next thing. People didn't think that there would ever be... People said once Vine died, there would be no... There would no ever never be any Vine two. It wouldn't be the same. Blah 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 yep. blah blah. And then those guys decided to make one, and it's called Bite. The app is called Bite, and what it is, it's just a shitty TikTok. So, mm -hmm. I mean, now now TikTok is through the roof. It's crazy, but I wanted to talk about that because it's it's so wild. Uh, briefly going back, you were talking about the hype house, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the beef? The beef. No. With some of the members the in it? No. What's All the right. beef? So, you know, like the head guy, Thomas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he originally was Team 10, Jake Paul. Oh, okay. it's one of these dorks? Oh, he, God. He got, he's 22. He got kicked out of Team 10 or, or when it fell apart. And, and then he went off and did his own thing. And then he, start, he wanted to start like a house with a bunch of influencers or potential influencers and just do that. And just like it's like how the gaming houses are in the past, like how Optic Gaming started and fade. You get four or five guys in the house and you just grind content. That's how what he wanted, but for TikTok. Yeah. So he got little Huddy and this other girl together. You know that Daisy Keach. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So them three all came together, and I think one other person, and they paid a down payment to rent a house out in LA. And then they started just asking people if they wanted to come hang out, and they would suss them out and get him in the hype house so then that started and daisy apparently had a larger part than most people thought and she invested heavily into the house and everything and and thomas and little were trying to butt her out of the shit like thomas would not let her see any of the business emails or like what the money's coming in oh wow and all of a sudden she like would see him with rollies and like all this designer <laughs> clothes Dude. and she, she was like well i'm not getting my bread i want to know what the fuck's going on yeah so then that beef got put on the internet and now she has her own content house called clubhouse 
but the majority of the people in that house are like all girls like you were saying the hype house is like kind of guy oriented yeah so like she's going polar opposite so now it's like a game of thrones type of style it's like stark versus lannister <laughs> is this like, also oh my God, in... so funny. is that also uh in the la house? yeah mm-hmm. oh my god dude that's crazy so a lot of people are saying she needs to get a, some dudes in there now so it's more even in the, the clubhouse dude just so they cover all the demographics and the people they yeah. want to see their stuff mm-hmm. she is... looks like a house tour on her youtube and that shit looks dope her yeah house. i'm sure it is but like can you imagine can you imagine calling your parents up or, or when they come home you come home from school and you're like mom i've been looking on zillow like i think i'm gonna move to la and buy a fucking house like, I don't uh, think it starts off like that. It's like back to Charlie. It's like her first video. She posted right. a dance video, right? She drives an hour and a half to her dance class. Her mom drives her there. And during the trip, she's get, her flo- phone is literally blowing up with likes and follows and stuff. And she's like, what the fuck? And she gets out of the car and it's at like uh, 50,000 likes in an hour and a half trip. Mm-hmm. And then she just continues to do that over and over. The audience grows and grows. And then you see like in, uh, the NBA all-star weekend yeah in chicago they had her her sister daisy and addison ray up there the other girl she's a like 32 million followers and they were doing stuff with nba players and stuff so like it's getting mainstream now no i know but but i feel like this is a bubble it's gotta be it's a bubble 100 percent. think about vine those guys had to they all had to move they all had to move off of vine when vine died like yeah of course this will eventually die last forever I know, but the the fact that like people are making these crazy ass bold ass moves, I respect it. But it's to me, it's wild that their parents are letting them do this shit. Look at look at how YouTube. Well, yeah, I mean, look at YouTube. I guess, but like, I don't have, know. That's different. I feel you have like. Logan Paul. He gets his own YouTube red, and then Jake mm-hmm. Paul also gets YouTube red. He also gets Disney, which didn't last long. <laughs> PewDiePie, same thing. Um, who else? PewDiePie had to do this all, like, he did that all himself, though. Exactly, but I'm saying, like, you start on the channel. It doesn't matter the platform. I'm using YouTube as an example. You right. start, you, you grow a loyal audience, and then you can branch off and do whatever you want. As long as you have that core audience that believes in you as a person and loves your content, you can do whatever you want. You see, like, KSI starts FIFA. He plays games. He decides he wants to do some music. Comes out Lamborghini. He grows to now. He's working with Rick Ross, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, and all these people. Trippy Red. That's crazy. That's He's especially the crazy. Thing, the thing that's just weird is that they're so young, and they're doing whatever they want. I mean, they have the money to do it, whatever they want, but. But that's just, awesome. No, it is awesome. One hundred. It's really cool, but they're fifteen want... years old. Yeah, true. That's why, like, the agents come in, they try to manipulate, them, manipulate well, that, them and all that. That's the thing. I can't believe people are letting their kids get into that at 15. But, I mean, how else are you going to make mean, sure that your kids don't get manipulated? If you can get a good agent, then, you know, that that's... There's a, a good and a bad to everything Yeah, that happens at this stage. Good parents are, like, not... Yeah, if you're a good parent, you'll, like, try to help your kids along the way. But right. some of these parents are, like, the kids' managers themselves. I know. Yeah. But they probably have absolutely no experience doing that. But I'd rather have them involved in it than a random person that, like, you don't trust at first. Because you I know agree. your parents have your best interests, right? Correct. Well, yes. Maybe, like, well, one or two of them are, like, yeah, obviously. 
Yeah. But I mean, if you if you have the loyal audience that you grow on a platform, you can take it wherever you want. Yeah. That's true. Um, Morgan, why don't we um before before we move on after uh, is that is that all we have to say about TikTok? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. There's just a lot of young people. There's a lot of international people too, which was crazy to me. But but yeah, yeah that's that's really it. Charlie yeah. Charlie was the main point. Yeah. Why don't uh Why don't you tell everybody, Morgan? Since we're kind of talking about performing a little bit, um, a little about what about what you do. So that they yeah. can get to know you. I should have introduced you fully at the beginning instead of just saying, hi, this is Morgan, my girlfriend. But go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, so basically, um, I do musical theater. I want to be on Broadway. Uh, and I've wanted to do that since I was eight years old. Um, I like have been performing since... Uh, maybe I should back up. I've been like professionally performing since I was uh 13 on and off um like yeah since i was in the eighth grade i was involved in some like big things um like broadway people would reach out to me and ask me to send a video to feature on their websites and like i had a couple of like really famous actors like roger reese like um depict my videos but anyway um I've been performing professionally uh back and forth since like the eighth grade and um I go to school for musical theater um at Point Park University and uh yeah I've been studying and uh now my senior year has come to the end unfortunately because of the quarantine but um yeah right now I'm just in a stage of limbo as we all are um just like singing and dancing and acting through a camera which is really interesting well look now you're here keep getting your reps in yeah you have to it's it's nice honestly to be home and to like refresh um because i can definitely say that like senior year has like locked up a lot in me and i haven't really been able to do things that i I haven't been able to like produce a lot of like great things. I just I'm just doing the assignment. Mm-hmm. But but now um I don't know. I think I'm like ready to go out and like live in new thing and yeah, that's basically that's it. <laughs> Hell yeah, don't take no. Accomplish <laughs> your dreams. Don't take no for an answer. Got to do you. You know, something I'm working on every day. Hell yeah. Take names, kick asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well we love the dedication here at the post 20 podcast where, um, where we are so dedicated i got a couple questions for you morgan yeah um back to the beginning what was the moment you knew theater was your passion um i don't know if there's a specific moment honestly um i just started getting so when i first did it at eight like i just I wanted to keep on doing it and it it just became this principle in my life and um by the time i'd say i was like i don't know 12 it just i knew it was a thing i was doing for the rest of my life and that sounds like really dramatic however it's true 
yeah, there was no specific moment. And like, even when I was going to college and making a decision for college, I was like, yeah, I'm going for musical theater. What else? Um, and that sounds really stupid to some people. And some people would come up to me and be like, what's your plan B? But um, yeah, there, there is none. <laughs> I agree. Just I going to do my best. Yeah, I agree. I had the same feeling going into college and like playing through high school and stuff and youth. Mm -hmm. I was like, I always wanted to play soccer in college and soccer was my life. Yeah. You have that dream as a little kid to be a professional athlete, as most like boys do. I'm sure girls do, too. But like Mm -hmm. you grow up and do it. And then like slowly in high school, like that realization comes that you're looking at all these other kids. They're developing at a faster rate. They're playing in academies and you're still at your local club. And like that dream dies off. But at the same time, I was okay with it because I knew I had other things going on. Mm -hmm. It Uh that happens to. Yeah, a lot. Um, you come to a point where you realize, like, do I do I stop or do I continue? Mm-hmm. But you yeah. have that mentality of, like, you're not going to take no for an answer and you're going to keep pushing and pushing, which is good to have. Yeah, honestly, that's correct. <laughs> um, do you remember your first role? Yes. Um, my were, you, first... were you, like, a bush? Actually, I, I, was, I was in the Jungle Book and oh. I was this thing called the Old Monkey. And I had one line, yep. and I would change it up every time I did it. And um, one time I missed my entrance um, to come in for a dance number, and one of the camp counselors like put me above the set, and I looked like I was just floating on top of the set, and I just had my hand on my hip, like smiling and waving, and uh, that was my role. <laughs> that was the first role. Definitely Damn. a memorable one. <laughs> Damn. I mean, like when when you're eight, like I don't know. Yeah, you're living your best life. Yeah, Yeah, truly, it's so different. I was just living my best life, trying to look cute. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Evan, do you have a question? No, I know everything there is to know about Morgan. Uh, That's kind of true. I got two more then. What's going forward now? You're talking about how you want to be on Broadway, which is the pinnacle. Mm um what's your favorite play on broadway okay on broadway right now um, before you before you say it let me ask evan what he thinks your favorite play is and then you'll give your answer okay he's probably gonna know i think it's it's mean girls i so honestly there is a huge difference between like what's on broadway right now and and what your favorite musical is because right now it's so commercialized and like some of the the plays are i don't know um more uh artistic and um yeah they're better than the musicals the musicals are just commercial um but if i was to be excited about any play on broadway right now it would be mean girls yeah Yeah. okay so i'm right Yes. Go ahead, say it right. so that everybody can hear you one time. Tell me I'm right because okay. it doesn't happen Jeez. often. Oh my god, it's rare. I know he gets aggressive. <laughs> no, but he's right this one time. This that's one not aggr- that's not aggressive at all. Hard. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Slightly mad. No. No, we're gonna cut not the first close. bit. We're gonna save the first bit. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna soundbite it. All right. Um, last question I got, um, for like new people trying to get involved in that world and maybe feel the same way about you, but don't know 
some things and need help, what are some tips? If like one tip you could give to somebody that wants to start getting involved in the world of dramatic arts, whether oh. it's at the beginning or they're at a similar level to you and they're a little lost, what would be some friendly advice you would give? Okay, so I'm thinking of like myself or like my friends when we were like, I don't know, still in community theater at like 14 years old. I'm yeah. saying that like you should be your most confident self and never let anyone take you down because once that happens, you're never going to like feel like you're good enough to do it. And you are. It does honestly, talent has no bearing on whether you make it or not. It's confidence and being in the right place at the right time and and working your hardest. So that is the advice that I would give to work your hardest and be confident. That Damn. is beautiful. Advice. Damn, that makes me want to run through a brick wall right that now. That is beautiful <laughs> advice. I'm going to go on a run after this. I try and live by that, honestly, but it doesn't really work out all the time. That's why you got to keep telling yourself. Are you somebody that, like, um, writes stuff down? Like, if you write down on a sticky note something, like your why, you ever hear that? Like, write down your why. Like an affirmation? She likes stuff. Yeah, like, stuff. why, like... Like, why do you get up every morning? Like, what's So, I haven't done it recently. In, like, the past two years, I've been... Oh, you ironic. When yeah. you met me, you stopped doing that type of thing, huh? <laughs> Very ironic. Yeah. Very ironic. Well, when I was getting... So, when I was doing the college audition process... You had to audition for colleges, by the way. And I did 19 okay. college auditions. You must so I had to go. Bricks. I... Actually, my dad helped me so... I don't know. I just had the most fun that I, I don't know. It was very fun. You made I got to skip school. So I, that was the best part. Um, I went on like, yeah, 19 different auditions. I got to travel the country. Um, and across my laptop, I would have affirmations because when you're trying to get into 19 different schools or really just your number one school, like you, you really got to keep up that confidence. And I should like, I keep telling myself every day, like, I have to do that again, because it really did help. It really did. It was wonderful. It forces um, you out of your comfort zone. You really have to figure out who you are. I mean, you got to wake, yeah. you wake up every morning and tell yourself you're better than anybody else around you. You're going to win. I had That's this, how it works. Yeah. Evan met this singing coach. I forced him to meet my yeah, singing coach from, like, interesting. He's this old Italian guy who wears the same three shirts and, um, looks like he could be front like he looks like he would be in the mafia um he used to tell me like you're you can be as good as me but you're not better than me and for the longest time i would just say that in my head and it really it like does wonders honestly you don't have to be good you just have to say that to yourself and believe it I'm gonna make a shirt out of that. Fuck, dude, that, that would slap. That is such a. I think I think we just figured out our first shirt. shirt. I hate that saying. Why? That sounds awesome. Evan, come on. Come on. Why? That's the first time I've ever heard that. You should flat. never even admit that somebody could be as good as you. Because the minute you can admit that somebody is as good as you, that's the minute that you know you're not working hard enough. Okay, so I see it from a different perspective. There are I mean, some people that yeah. you know that are amazing. Yeah, in all and other aspects. And you just can't help to 
like say that so you can say that they're as good as you but they're not better than you yeah like i don't know that that puts you on a certain level of like i'm very self-aware but also i'm a badass bitch and i can sing the hell out of whatever Facts. I want. you are you are a badass yeah. bitch i'm interpreting it <laughs> okay i'm interpreting it into like a soccer way right now it's like yeah you can physically be on the same point and technically be there, but like if you don't have that hunger and desire to go out there game after game, put in that work and win every ball and score, like then yeah, you're not better than me because I want that it. is that is exactly it. Facts. Yeah. I like to think of it more as like a Zlatan point of view where even if you kick the shit out of Zlatan six nothing and you beat his team, he would still tell you, No, I'm better than you. Always. I appreciate the way he left the MLS. He loses I... the LAFC in the playoffs and he's grabbing his crotch walking off to uh, he's the best bed. he's the best he's on the guy has the most i'd say he's he's on the same level as like as kobe was with the instinct man r.i.p kobe but like maybe I'm even so more glad so you tied that into sports because i was never gonna get there i got you Zlatan ibrahimovic is a swedish striker well, he's that's one of the goats that's what we do here we wrap things in nice bows that, well, that is, is the truth bow, honestly um yeah that's all the questions i had for you well that was so kind thank you honestly that's so that was really informative hell yeah oh good this Yay. is the this is the most most informative and like mind opening episode we've done probably honestly I, I think it comes at a good time too because during the quarantine people are going crazy and either you get your shit together or you don't so people I don't know. I feel like people are trying to affirm themselves a lot, and uh, this yeah. might be very helpful to the listeners. Hell yeah. Welcome to I the Woke 20 podcast. I still <laughs> want to run through a wall from that sign. <laughs> oh, good. That's facts. Uh, Evan, did you want to move on? Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about that psychological character test. Do you want to give a back, uh, background for what we did? Yeah, I do. So um, there's this there's this psych test. Um, there's a lot of different psych tests that I've taken like in the past, I don't know, two weeks because I've been so bored sitting in quarantine trying to figure out what's wrong with me. The answer is there's too much to even <laughs> begin to talk about. Um, but there was a specific uh, test that we took that equated um, based on, uh, I think it was 28 questions, something like that. Um, Something based, like that. Based on the way you answered the questions on a scale of zero to a hundred, it told you what character you were most like from a pop culture t- show. Mm-hmm. So I made you guys take it. I sent it to Matt and I sent it to um, Morgan. Matt, you took it before last week's show, right? Correct. Okay. That's exactly when I took it too. Okay, so I kind of want to discuss our results. Matt, you have your results pulled up. I'll let you go first. Okay, so. The way, what was it? It was like a hundred some, or no, it was, uh, I'm taking the other test. I took a second test just to confirm what these first tests said. I did that too. It was 28 questions, but the way they had you do it, it was like a slider. Yeah, right. They they give you two two choices on a spectrum of, on on a topic, and you have to slide the certain percentage in one way. So one would be how, um, are you normal or weird? That was one of them. And you have to decide which way you go. So I put myself like 60% weird, 40 normal, for an example. <laughs> and my results came up. It gave it gives you like 500 characters in this in this um, test. But the number one I got was 84% match for Charlie Young from the West Wing. 
and I just pulled up like he seen he was the president's aide in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one was Lucius Fox from The Dark Knight, which is cool because it was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, that's a sick one actually. Pretty, pretty lit, and I got I I this I took it two times to confirm the second time, which I'm looking at those results right now. Number seven for that highest percentage was eight, and I got Woody from Toy Story, which is awesome. That's my, one of my Toy favorite Story. characters ever. Toys, Toy Story is one of my favorite childhood movies. Me too. Aww. And then one more that oh, two more. I got Glenn from The Walking Dead, seventy nine percent, and then I got Captain America, seventy eight. Love that. That's a good one, mm-hmm. Captain America. Even if you're eight seventy eight percent like Captain America, I, I, that's pretty good. I'd say you're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Morgs, how about you? Well, I gotta, like, yeah. I was gonna say who I am as a person, but I don't even know if that's gonna be helpful. My result, the person that I came up with, and I was very disappointed by this, was Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. You are just like Luna. Which I don't really know if I am. I don't consider myself even close to her. Why you guys why. are like both like hopeful stars in your eyes, like really kind hearted. I would like to think I'm a little bit more like you're more grounded for realistic. sure. Yeah, no, grounded. no, you you are, but but Luna was smart as well. In the well, that part I like. <laughs> I just you do remind me of her. It's when I think of Luna Lovegood, I think of like little fairies and like girls that like talk in a higher voice just to sound cute and (laughs) i that's what i think of and so when i got that it was like are you kidding me (laughs) but i also got um les leslie nope oh yeah (laughs) which which we're watching now (laughs) it's extremely accurate also i got carrie bradshaw Mm -hmm. that i like a lot 75 percent match and then um, the other one that I'll mention was um, Phoebe Buffet from Friends. Good old Phoebe. Which is which is very accurate. Yeah. Um, so what about you? F- so for me, um, my number one was Nick Fury uh, from, well, I, you could just say from the MCU. So that's Samuel L. Jackson's character. Um, in, in the MCU. So that was that was a extremely, extraordinarily high praise for me. I was thrilled. Ninety percent. Yeah. Um my eighty eight percent, which was number two, was Saeed Jara from uh Lost, who's actually one of my favorite characters ever. Um mm-hmm. so that that makes sense why why I would be similar to him. I probably identified with him. Mm-hmm. Um number twelve, Rick Grimes, eighty five percent. Another mm-hmm. absolute banger. Um, Glenn was high on mine. He was? Yep. Yeah, and then I have... Um, I was 82% with Bruce Wayne. That's pretty good. Batman? It's nice to be a billionaire. Billionaire yeah. mindset. Yeah, so I had a bunch. Um, like, way further down, I think I was I was 77% with Tywin Lannister. Um Oof. Yeah, it's kind of a rough one, right? <laughs> yeah, Joffrey yeah, was like, little... Joffrey was like twenty one for me. Wait, really? Yeah, he was online. Damn, that kind of blows actually. Wow. Uh and then my favorite character ever in anything, Jorah Mormont. Uh I was number seventy five. 
He was 75 on my list. Whatever, dude. I don't care that he was a (laughs) simp, okay? He was loyal is what he was. Yes. He was loyal. He was was loyal. Man, I really appreciated him a lot. He died for her. He died, he, for died for he died for the pussy. He died for the pussy. Oh my fucking god. Wow. <sighs> god, never got it. <laughs> nope, never got it, that's for sure. <laughs> um okay. But um in, in in discussing these results, do you guys agree or, or disagree? With ourselves or with everybody else? No, too? with like with like who you got compared to by the by the theory. Just just for you. I'd say like 75% accurate. Okay. I think that's fair. I think I probably tend to agree with that. Yeah. I I think mine was accurate. I, I totally identify with both of those characters. Like they're both reasonable. Le- uh, Well, at least one and two, Saeed and, and Nick Fury. Reasonable, level-headed, focused on the goal. That's that's how I tend to, to operate. Uh, I mean, I think it's all perspective. And it's like like you said, Nick Fury and Saeed, like, you like them. If you yeah. got somebody that you didn't like, you would have thought, uh, this is bullshit. That's 100% correct. Down, it all comes down to perspective and, like, if you identify with these people. But if you, like, I like to, I like to think that I know myself, like, taking the test, I'm learning more about myself, answering these questions, honestly, I don't need to be compared to somebody else to know how I am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I don't need affirmation. Be like, oh, I'm eighty percent like Woody. Awesome. People <laughs> like Woody. Why don't I have as many friends as Woody? Like, you could take it like that. And like, there's little things. It's all. It all depends. Some of the questions are like, um, do you like how easy are you irritated? And mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, well, it depends on the situation. If I'm with my friends and we're it's before a night out like i'm having a good time we're vibing and then if i go to my soccer practice and i'm training my eight-year-old boys and they're being psychopaths and not listening to me <laughs> yeah i'm easily as irritated right so i mean it's I... hard to it's hard to judge yourself like i i know exactly what you're saying it, it was it's not bullshit like personality tests but it's so hard to truly evaluate yourself and yeah i don't know that's the hardest part about it like yeah you you might get the same couple answers every time but i don't you you know yourself the best but i don't know typing yourself is difficult like drake said know yourself facts that's the truth damn we're woke we are woke on this podcast today ladies and gentlemen i <laughs> I, t- I took a second test like i said at the beginning this one it says it's it focuses on five traits uh, extroversion, which focuses on energy, enthusiasm, social ability, agreeableness, that speaks for itself. It also talks about uh, affection and friendliness. Uh, neuro, what is that? I, I came and talked neuroticism, negative emotions, nervousness, and then the other one's openness to experience. And so, like the first one, I scored high, the top two I scored in is like extravision and agreeableness and the one i scored low in is the neuroticism so like i'm not a very negative person i like to be level-headed i'm a level-headed person i like to think about things logically most times and occasionally be spontaneous but i gotta be with my friends like i can't do shit like by myself because i'm not very 
at the moment I'm not very motive self motivating. Like I need somebody else to push me most times. I hear that. And like and we're all at we're all at a stage where like we don't fully know who we are as people, which is cool but scary at the same time. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not at our peak yet and we're still learning things about ourselves. And I'm mm-hmm. you like if you have a close group of friends you can go that through with, it like makes things easier. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Agreed. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I guess this kind of um, plays into what we've just been talking about for the past five minutes. But are these types of tests bullshit in your opinion? Are they what? Are they bull? Are they are they bullshit? Sorry. Um, if I had a real answer, I'd say yeah, they're bullshit. Yeah. But you can like take little things from them. Right. Mm-hmm. I would say bullshit based in science. Yeah. Right? That's very accurate. That's yeah. That's what yeah. I would have to say. Yeah, that's a better answer. Yeah. I don't know. I also got 75% match for Phyllis Lappin on The Office, and I know. I yeah, you ain't like, you ain't. Phyllis. Yeah, you're not like Phyllis. So, like, bullshit. Definitely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear you on that. Yeah, I was hoping to get Jim on mine. Yeah. That would have been, been nice. But wh- I don't think, yeah, you don't remind me of Jim much, though. Yeah. You like to dream. Yeah. Don't we all? Um, is there uh, any other psych tests? Like Matt Matt actually mentioned the one that he took. Morgs, is there anything that you've taken that you I've taken actually I took a psych course uh last semester. Okay. Oh yeah, you did. I can't remember any of the names of the psych tests, but I had at least ten. And um again, it's just like so hard to evaluate yourself. And then they ask the same question like 10 different ways and you get confused and I don't know how accurate it really is. I took one based on colors. You pick which color is most pleasing to you and then you pick and it shows you the same colors. It says pick which color is most displeasing to you mm-hmm. and you pick like five or six. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like believe in a lot of that type of stuff, but yeah. my results were extraordinarily accurate. Well, that seems like the most, I don't know, you're not judging yourself when you make those answers. You I know? guess. Yeah, it was just crazy because, like, I picked the colors that I hated and it, it told me exactly what I hated in life. And I was like, damn, I do hate all of those things. So You can make the same argument for astrology. Yeah, but that's... Bo- yeah. Yeah, now see, that's what I mean. Like, I don't believe in that type of thing. So, to me... But a lot of people do. I know. I, I personally don't understand how the stars could tell you shit. But oh my God, that just reminded me of a story. Oh Go ahead, tell the story. We got we got like five minutes to an hour. It's short. Um, to an hour. Oh my God. Um, uh, I blanked. Yeah, I remember now. Okay, so <laughs> it was. I think it was one of the last weekends before quarantine. So it was recent. Like me and Trevor were out at a bar locally, and it was kind of dead. And these three girls come up and they're sitting at the corner to us and like we're talking and whatnot. And this one girl gets up and she wanted to see how tall I was. And this girl's fucking tall. She's like five ten, five eleven. Me personally, like I don't like really tall girls. But yeah, we're like back to back. And then she asked me what my astrology sign was. I was like, Oh my god, are we serious right now? I and what'd you tell her? Cancer? Made, she, made a, she no, I'm a Gemini. Oh, you are? Yeah. I thought you were the same as me. 
I think you're like a two days at like into cancer. Into cancer, right? yeah, probably. You, yeah, you are. I feel really sad that I know that though. Facts, you kind of. Uh, I feel like you should. <laughs> you sound like one, one of my musical theater friends. Well, there was at one point, like the end of high school, I like started looking into that shit. Yeah. And like that's where I'm remembering it all from because mm. I think it's funny. I'd like to know about it just to shit on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I can like, appreciate she, that. When, when she brought it up, I said Gemini. She's like, ooh. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if I really <laughs> wanted to hook up with her, like, if that killed my chances, that's so stupid. Facts. Not like y'all are getting married. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that was it. She just brought it up, and I was like, really? That's funny. I don't, I don't believe in that shit whatsoever. You can tell me. You can, you can show me actual evidence of that shit being true. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't give a fuck. I'm not paying attention to the stars. I don't care if that's how my ancestors got here or whatever the hell. Nah. It's just really vague. Like some of the stuff very vague and it can be it can cover a lot of people. It can be interpreted so many ways. I have also heard like advice that I'm a Leo. That advice Leo gets, um, given to like literally every other sign. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, because they, they discovered all the signs and they just phoned it in for Leo. They were like, just take one thing from all of the other things and we'll give it to Leo. Yeah, the main thing, I with, mean, the main thing with Gemini is like we're two-faced. Yeah? I, you've never been two-faced to me one time in the t 12 years that, that I've known you. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm comfortable around you and like I'm really open. We're talkative. We have a podcast together. Like, that's how open it gets. But at the same time, I'll go around new people I don't really know, and I'm very like closed off, and like yeah. we have to talk about something I'm familiar with to open up. Right, I hear you. That's like my two-faced side of it that I interpret it. Yeah, it's right. barely two-faced. I agree. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Um, what were you gonna say, Morgan? I cut you off. Oh, honestly, don't even remember. But uh, literally, the way I um got introduced to all of my friends at school was being asked like what sign I am it's so funny how many people like believe in this I don't really know how much I believe I think it's like cool and fun to listen to and like maybe if I'm bored on a day I'll like go on my um I don't even know what the app is called but like there's this astrology app and like I'll just get bored and read it and that's the most I believe in it you know yeah when I get bored, I just go on, like, TikTok. Yeah, or YouTube. <laughs> um, do we have anything else, guys? Minecraft. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've been playing Minecraft, all of us. Um. Yeah, this is my first gaming experience, and I gotta say, I really like it. I know, and I told you, and you didn't want to listen to me for, like, so long. I said, Morgan, listen, you want to craft? You want to try Minecraft? You're going to like I Minecraft. Know, I promise like you, like Minecraft thing oh but I, now it is but now, now but now you like definitely it is. i like it i'm not well i'm not a, quite obsessed with it but i like it a lot all three of us have played at one time a couple of times and it's very fun that's yeah. what i will say well Matt, a, lot of been, yeah. a lot of different avenues you can take there's so much that you can do you can choose to play it any way you want that's part of what makes it so wonderful However, Last... I do not appreciate in survival mode how easy it is to be killed when you're a newbie, a bot, <laughs> as you may say. Well, I could put it on peaceful and it would, you wouldn't die. Well, that's, that's no fun, though. 
Well, I've died way too many times. I can give you diamond armor. I got enough to give you. Yeah, fine. Oh, thank you. Matt and I've been Matt and I've been grinding. I got on <laughs> last night for like an hour, and I built some horse stables, and then I got off. If That's you guys didn't see that yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't no, been I on because I got access to uh to Valorant. Yeah, looks tough. Yeah, I've been waiting so long to get access, so it's nice that I finally got it. No, the stables look tough. Oh, the stables <laughs> look tough. Right, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I backed myself. <laughs> good. After, I'm taking more good advice. I'm the best. You are the best. <laughs> yeah, yes. It was great though. I, or Minecraft is is great. It's I, I'm enjoying playing through so much with Morgan, especially like it's been so long since I played like a full vanilla playthrough of Minecraft. So it's kind of mm -hmm. nice to like play it vanilla the way it used to be. We gotta try to get to the end and fight the dragon. I know. <gasps> Morgan's computer no might explode though with that. I'm. So right now my computer is not even holding a charge. I have to have it plugged in at all times. So I might have to I might have to drive Bray's laptop up to the old laptop so you can beat I'm the having, Ender Dragon. I'm having flashbacks to my original laptop I played Minecraft on. Oh my god, it was so bad, Morgan. You should have seen it. The twenty what? frame beast. That thing fucking <laughs> sucked ass. You're talking about you have to charge it at all times. That was exactly how mine was. Oh, so those were, that thing the, was the so bad. The frames were so bad, bro. Minecraft was the best game I could play. Oh, it, oh man. I'm so sorry. We played Hunger Games on the serve on the <gasps> Hive and the Pixel, mm -hmm. right? Yep, High Pixel. Well, the original ones were the MCSG Minecraft survival Ooh, games. True, true. Oh, that's a discredit. I forgot about that. You used to have to sit on the website and spam join. And if only two of you got in and there was four of you playing, you'd have to back out. <laughs> we wasted what? so many hours no. on that. I, you know what? I would just be like, all right, guys, I'm playing. Have fun. No, because it's not as fun if not all of you are there. I used to record that. Well, at least that. two of you got in. I used to record that. I had a YouTube channel. Yeah, oh we, have, we have videos. We got videos that are seven, eight years old. They're on, pr they're on private. If we ever hit 10,000 subs on... On, or 10,000 followers on, on this podcast, I will unprivate them. You can watch them at your leisure. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure we hit over 1,000 streams just on SoundCloud alone. That's dope. That's a pretty cool... Uh... Thank you, guys. Yeah, for sure. We appreciate it a lot. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 19, officially 20 episodes deep. This is, it's i am still got that passion for it. It's dope. I know. It's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that we're, we're still here. We're still going and evolving, just... honestly. Yeah, I just appreciate the the face to face human interaction though more. I get more. I give them more emotion because you're right there with the people. Yeah, I know. I I hear you on that, and hopefully, hopefully we can get back to that soon once Corona dies. But it is important that we uh that we follow social distancing rules and try and of try course. and get this shit gone so that in the summertime when the summertime comes around. You know, I can put I can put the podcast material out on the back porch where we can smoke cigars, drink whiskey, and podcast. We get to get that camera. True, we do. Well, yeah, I mean, Corona money, where are you at? Run me my check, Donald. Oh my god. <clears throat> All right. Anything else, guys? No. No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for being our oh my guest. Gosh. Thank you for having me. I've been listening to every single episode. It's so nice to like actually talk with you guys. Oh, well, yeah. you're quite Besides welcome. Besides on love. Minecraft. Wait, what? I said, well, you're quite welcome, my love. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm all leave. <laughs> all right. Is that it, guys? We're all good? I think so. 
All right. Make sure you guys follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Post20Pod. Thank you once again for listening in on the 19th installment of the Post20 Podcast. We hope to see you next week. Stay safe, and we'll see you later.